To the car wash, came back. I, was sa- I sat down on the driveway to like shine the rim. No. I sat on a wolf spider and it <gasps> bit me on the ass. Oh I felt it felt like an electric shock, ah. and I was like are in they agony. Poisonous? They have, they are venomous, but it's not toxic to humans. Oh, it's okay. only toxic to other insects. <sighs> but like, she went in my room and I was out here, and she said, "Cara, come here, please." And I'm like, okay. So I go in my room. She's on my bed with the pants off. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Can you see if I've been bitten by a spider? Do I have any marks on my leg? <laughs> and I poked it. And I'm like, there. And she's like, yes. It, it hurts so much. Like, you know when you, for, did you see the spider? It, yeah, she it killed it straight away. Did more damage to him. No, no. She mom, sat on it. Mum's like, if you sat on me, I'd bite you too. <laughs> but seriously, you know, like those things, like shock pens or like yeah. chewing gum. It felt like that, but like 50 times worse. And I was like, I just got shocked by something. And I stood up and the spider just crawled out. And I was like, you motherfucker. And I just squished it. Remember that time when I got bit by an ant here out the front? And you were like, stop being such a baby. Oh, my God, it's just an ant. And then the next week you messaged, no, we were here again. And you were like, last week I sat down, I was out the back and an ant bit me and I was crying at the time. Fucking bitch, you were making fun of me. <laughs> she didn't even cry, but I did. Sylvia's, so much those fucking ants. Sylvia's been bit by an ant out the back here, and like now she's scared of ants. Yes, like sometimes there's no she ants goes, anywhere, and she's like, scared ants. Yeah, she's like, I'm scared. And I'm like, what are you scared of? And she's like, ants. <laughs> yes, because they hurt the ones yeah, we hurt. They do. But, um, yeah, so I was like, I'm never cleaning my car again. Obviously, that's well, the sign. Yeah, so she, clean, your wheels. she cleaned inside her car, but she only did the front and the middle. She didn't do the back. Well, that's the important part. <laughs> Shut your mouth, number one. <laughs> number two, I said I'm doing it next week. Mm-hmm. You're a very busy woman. It's a big job. It's a big car. <laughs> um, and then we went to I the... I tiny mirage right here. Sure. And then we went to the um, drive-through car wash, and I was like, can we come? Because... Sylvia's never been through a drive-thru car wash. And she was like... She was amazed. She was amazed. 
like Blue was saying, I wonder what they think when they go through Josh's yeah. house for the first time. Like my two, like cried. That was yeah, scared. I know that on YouTube, those videos and stuff they have of kids, and they're like screaming their heads off. I'm even scared of car washes since Final Destination. Remember, one of them gets killed in the car wash. It goes through the windscreen and like oh. chops their head off. It just reminds me of you know the car ad where they're like dressed up like the thing. Oh they're yeah. <laughs> they chase the car. But yeah, it's nice and clean. It wasn't worth the spider bite. And then all day at work, I was getting called Wolfie. <laughs> and Spider Girl. Why would you tell them? I told Jamie. So yeah, so that's my exciting week: cleaning, cleaning, and getting bitten by a spider. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. And I, I feel like the spider urge. bite was like the most exciting bit. <laughs> the spider bite was the most excitement I've had in a long time. <laughs> I, and I keep getting the urge to like climb buildings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> when was the last time you got bitten in the ass? <laughs> I've gone through my yeah, fighting week. What, what about you, bitches? I've been sick. Well, so is my daughter. Yes. That sounds exciting too. Yeah, it's been horrible. I mean, I seriously had the hardest day yesterday. I laid on the lounge with Sylvia and watched Toy Story all day. <laughs> like, I don't know. When your kid's sick, it's, it's horrible. But, like, when you're sick too, it's just like, yeah, yeah, it is. But yeah. you can't relax. Like, you can't rest. Yeah. I didn't go to school this week. She didn't go to school this week. We've just been, like, honestly, just kind of John, you missed your excursion, but you're going next week, aren't you? Yeah. Yep, I sure am. Cool. What about you, Sarah? Cool beans. Nothing. All right, all right, Nothing. All right. We're so boring. No, I know. This work, has been the most boring week for all of us. I also sick for one day, and, <sighs> and I went to work. My life has been more exciting than yours because I think I'm going to be Spider-Man very soon. Yeah. You just see me flinging around. Oh, did you guys see the longer trailer today for Candyman? I have not watched it. I meant to no. watch it today, but I didn't. It came out. Do you guys want to good? Do you guys want to pause? No, no, no. no. I'll watch it after. Who's, who is in it? No, like literally no actors that I know. Oh, okay. Literally no actors. It's just blank. <laughs> There's nothing there. It's no, just a mirror. talking over if I know. But yeah, it looks so good. There's so many good movies. I've never Come seen the original. Neither have I. There's so many good movies. I'm pretty it. sure it's a sequel. I can't wait for a quiet place too. It says no. it's. Oh my god, I fucking love him. So it says James. it's a spiritual sequel to the 1992 horror film Candyman that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. It's got the guy. He's from us. Oh, oh my god, I cool. love him. Oh Let's my see. god, I love him. Yeah. Oh yes. I love him. Everything What's he's he been in so much. His name is oh shit. Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. That's very he, good, Sarah. He's been in so much lately. He was in Watchmen, the T V series, which mm-hmm. was amazing. Oh yeah. I've heard of him. Um, he was in Black Mirror. Yeah, he was in Us. I love he's in Black the Handmaid's Tale. He was in really? the episode of the Handmaid's Tale. When did that come back out? I know. I haven't watched this. I haven't watched. I'm not up to date on it. Haven't you? No. You need to get up to You're date. You're an idiot. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not up to date on Orange is the New Black either. No, I stopped. I gave up on that show one time ago. The other one, the high school one, 13 Reasons. The new season was shit. Get it? Oh, fuck, I watched Riverdale this morning. I watched some too. Um, can you 
fuck that. <laughs> I'm totally up to date and I'm really fucking pissed off. I'm not up to date. I've just I'm not up to date. Did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Leaving. Yeah. I know. I'm not watching it. And the actress she plays Hermione. Yeah. The believe. only reason that I watch it is for Daddy. For Jughead. <laughs> they're going. Well, Wait. Um, no, no. Did Jughead die? They're trying to make out like he's dead. I yeah, don't they keep doing know. that. I'm like, what it's the annoying. fuck is going on? He's not dead. He, he can't, can't die. Be. He's not. But you know what? Like, I can't even be bothered to really watch it anymore. Like, that's like me. Like, it's, it's just getting ridiculous. If I'm really bored, which is yeah. like never. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I have nothing to do, which is also never. Uh, like, I watch it. I know, but I just... I've actually been reading a lot lately. Have you? I read this poems. <laughs> Can you read me poetry? Can you recite some poetry for me? No, it was like a. It's like a romance book. Really? Is it like it's a, called no? It's called Brayshaw High, and it's like high schoolers, but they're like mixed oh, up. Oh wait, with, is this to Jane? Is this yeah, number Jamie read? It's so good. Oh my god, it was amazing. There was three books, and yeah, I finished it last like two nights ago. It was so good. You guys should read it. It was really good. Is it like Gothic Girl or no. is it like Riverdale? No, no, no. It's like the Carrie Diaries. No, it's like this girl that is moved from like foster house and stuff like that and then she moves to this new town and there's three guys there that like run the town kind of thing and she gets in with them and then like, yeah, it's really good. You should read it. Is it sexual? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's why you like it. <laughs> she has the biggest smile on yeah. her face right now. No. The first few chapters, like, she gets with all three of them at the same time. Oh, my time. God. <gasps> oh, my goodness. It's really good. Like, it's really good. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I'm too Christian to read that. <laughs> Shut up, idiot. I'm joking. <laughs> Praise the love. <laughs> no, but it's really good. Like, it's a good book. I love reading. Yeah, I haven't been reading much lately. If I can't sleep, really I have Goosebumps on my e-reader and I just like read a little bit of Goosebumps and then I just go I just, yeah, I logged into, like I just logged into Jamie's Kindle. <laughs> oh, so you've been reading it like on the e-reader? Yeah, because she's, I log into her account because she bought all of them. Do you have a Kindle? No, I have the app on my phone. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but that was good. It was so good. I just couldn't stop. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like I that. books when you can't put them down. Like the, the night I finished it, I was, it was like 1 o'clock <laughs> in the morning and I was like, I had one eye closed because I was like really tired and I was like, I can't stop. I have to finish it tonight. I was like, I've got 100 pages left. I oh have my to God. finish it. Okay, and I did. I was like that <laughs> and I'm. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I was like that with Twilight, but yeah. I was very young. Yeah. I was like that with Fifty Shades of Grey, and that was probably like six, seven years ago. I reckon you like this more than Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. It's called Grey Shore High. Okay, I'll get it on my Kindle. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but we kind of have, you know, interesting lives. Yeah, we do sometimes. It's hard when we get when now that we're doing it weekly, That's not true. so much happens. Like mm-hmm. when we're doing it every few weeks, mm-hmm. we have always yeah. happens. But we yeah. still find things yeah. to talk about. So in love the next few shit. weeks, we're we're, we're going to be doing. Oh stuff. my god! How about we have to like talk about that? People are commenting now. Yes. Oh, <gasps> did we respond? Oh, yeah, yeah, I responded, okay. and she wrote "car" at the end. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> no, on one of them, I did. <laughs> Car. <laughs> I'll just write okay. K next one. Yes, yes, that's so cool. No. Hopefully, people who engage with us on Instagram also follow. I really want 
someone to like, listen, tell us what they think of the podcast. Yeah, that's I know, but I feel like I'm waiting, waiting for. I, I want the good and the bad, but I, I also don't want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> don't make us cry, but like, you know, yeah, be cool. I just want someone to be like, it's good, or like, I have a suggestion. Yeah, or like, like when you said this, it made me laugh so much. Yes. It made me I just want, I want more people to be in on the endless shrimp. Oh, I was yeah. just going to say, it made me go to Sizzler and get endless shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Shrimp for days. Uh, because if you message us or comment or whatever, we will reply to you. Yeah, we will. We won't leave you on red. And I won't have to be like, uh, Belinda here. <laughs> but like when, when I message people or comment on things and no one fucking replies, so I'm just like, I'm just go fuck myself now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> go read Brainshaw Highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to karaoke yes. next for in two weeks. Two yeah. weeks we're going to karaoke. And then we'll talk about that. What did you say last night? I should sing your winter by Sister mm. Hazel. I don't know. I feel like it's a bit slow. <gasps> we can sing Maniac. <laughs> She's a maniac, maniac on the floor. How good. Yeah. That was a little nice. Like little melody. There you go, guys. Some free. Maybe we should record ourselves when we sing at karaoke. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! We definitely have to record <laughs> put some of our stories. Just a little bit of something. Are you just going to be singing all night? And yeah, are we even going to be able to sing? Yeah, they do it in turn. You hold it. No, you hold it. going to get banged. He, do, he, he does it in rounds, so right. like he makes sure everyone has like the first round. He makes sure everyone has a go, and then you don't get another go. Mate, until I next might round. not. I might not do the first round because I'll have to get pretty drunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's alright. I'll, I'll do the first round. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You'll be able to be in on round. I'll just, six. I'll just warm it up, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do we have any takers? Me. Do we have anyone? Anyone want to put their hand up? I'll put like ten songs on my paper <laughs> <laughs> and like. Yeah, as many as he lets me out, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I can sing is it so. Just us or is your dad gonna go? No, we'll just go to start. Oh, okay. no, girls night. night. Girls night. Okay. Girls night. Why? Like, why the three of us? Even more competition. <laughs> the three of us can finally go out together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not inviting dad. <laughs> You're like, is Simon coming? Invite him. No. Bring it, bring the kids. <laughs> bring your man. Anyone you want. Oh my god. We'll go back to my house later and watch Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, eight. On VHS. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think I've ever seen them all. Oh, I, some, seen any I want some Rush Hour merch now. Oh, oh and Kara and Sarah are going to be the new Sharons. <gasps> playing yeah. netball. I'm starting netball. I'm a netball team. Indoor. Indoor netball. And I was like, go Shaza. <laughs> well, um, we're going to be playing on Thursday nights from 7 to 8. So oh, is that what it is? Every yeah. week, is it? Every week. Okay. Yeah. It's from 7 to 8. So mm-hmm. that'll be like just before we record because we record Thursday nights. Yeah. So we can talk about our netball game. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. good we are. Wow, that's going to be fun. But we'll be really stinky for you. Sweaty. And playing netball. We will be. Oh, yeah. I'm like, why will I be sweaty? No. I'm not fucking doing anything. <laughs> You'll be sitting here like, why is it sweaty? I'm watching cops. <laughs> I know cops are things start to four. <laughs> I'm not gonna call daddy to the fire. <laughs> they need to bring out. I out. said I didn't want seven. <laughs> <laughs> Do we just become best friends? Yep. Is that a power tool? 
No, my toothbrush. <laughs> I was I not your toothbrush. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Like> Catalina White. <laughs> <laughs> Boats and Hoes. Oh, God. <laughs> we need to watch it. I feel I like we need to make our own video, like the Boats and Hoes oh, video, yeah. like yeah. promoting the podcast. We can make a song and everything. When we, after karaoke, we get our summer when we get our, yeah. <laughs> When we get our, all our, cost, our outfits that we're going to wear for our photo shoot, our mm. 80s thing. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yes. yes, we need to go off shopping. Shop. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. I think we've like talked shit enough. Yeah. I reckon we should go to Sarah. Yeah. So she can tell us yeah, her let's, topic. Let's bring the weed right down. <laughs> let's go downtown <laughs> to fucking Depression Town. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's where I live. <laughs> <laughs> let's all go down to Cara's level. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you said it. I know, but you just took it one step further. Yeah, but you were thinking it. <laughs> but you said <laughs> Okay, so this week I'm going to talk about the Hillside Strangler. Oh, yeah. Hey, I've never heard of this. You will probably know hmm. some of it. So the Hillside Stranglers are Kenneth Bianchi and Angelo Buono. When Matt was Buono, Matt was Matt like read through this and edited it kind of a little bit. Did he add in the word penis? Uh, I hope not. (laughs) Have you read it? No. He um he kept calling Bianchi Bianchi, and I was like, "You are Italian. (laughs) Why are you saying that?" It was doing my head in. Um. So anyway. Like a lot of true crime stories, the first time I heard about the Hillside Strangler or Stranglers, they t- always talk about Hillside Strangler, like Kenneth Bianchi is the main one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on Criminalized. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, which is one of my favorite shows. Mm. Uh, so, like, because I used to watch Criminal Minds with my mum every week and my grandparents and stuff, mm. I never realized how, like, weird it was to be into true crime. I never realized mm. how... Because that show is so mainstream, mm. it was, yeah, so I never realised how much, also how much real information was in the show mm. um, until I was like, you know, true crime mm. looked into it more. Um, so how I chose my topic for this week is, <laughs> I just like had a brain spasm. <laughs> I thought I said last year, this year. How I chose my topic for this week was, <laughs> so you know last year how I did all those, <laughs> last year, okay, yeah, yeah, I mean last year, you know I bought all those true crime magazines? Yes. Yeah, so Matt and I were up shopping at the end of last year and I found a bunch of those old murder casebook magazines. Names. So at the op shop they were about $2 each and they were about 70 issues. Oh, shit. So Matt and I like walked up to the <laughs> counter with these huge piles of magazines and the guy was like, um, how, how, how many are there? I'm like, seven or eighty. And he was like, oh, can you have them for like 20 bucks? <gasps> I was like, I looked at Matt and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. Where do you keep them if there's that many? <laughs> I have like a box in my study. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, that's how I yeah. So this is in one of them. Yeah, because I couldn't think of what to do, so I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go through them. So I went through and I was like, yes, I know, I know this story because, um, like, obviously I heard about it on Criminal Minds and uh, last podcast and I left did a series on it, and oh, like the comedy in the 
in their podcast is so funny, but also the research and the work that they put into it and the information they have is amazing. Mm-hmm. So there, if you want to learn, like I have quite a bit here, but if you really want a good to listen to a good podcast series on that, <laughs> listen to them theirs as well. Not our shit one. <laughs> no, like, you know, they yeah, do a lot. Like, they, they, I know, I'm just teasing. The podcast is their full time, like, their full time job. Yeah, so, so they, they do a lot of research. have a lot yeah. more information like, than just what a, I can find. Yeah, a side job. So, Kenneth Bianchi was born on the 22nd of May 1951 in Rochester, New York. Bianchi's mother was an alcoholic and a sex worker who gave him up for adoption when he was about two weeks old. Mm, sad. He was adopted in August 1951 by Nicholas Bianchi and his wife Frances Soliono Bianchi, and he was their only child. Um, Angelo Buono was born in Rochester, New York as well on October 5th, 1934, so he was older. Um, his parents were Italian immigrants who divorced when he was young. When he was five, he moved to Glendale, California with his mother Jenny and his sister Cecilia. Um, he displayed a high interest in sex at a young age, and when he was a teenager, he like told his classmates that he had raped that girl. Mm-hmm. But whether that's true or not, who knows? Um, so I'm gonna like kind of go through both of their childhoods and stuff. So flipping between them, mm-hmm. um, Bianchi was troubled from a young age uh, with his adoptive mother Frances describing him as a compulsive liar from the time he could talk. He would go into weird trance-like daydreams and his eyes would roll back into his head. Um, when Bianchi was three, he was taken to the hospital by his mother because he wasn't sleeping. A note that was made by the doctor after that first uh, hospital visit said, Mother needs help. Mm. Um, when he was five, Bianchi was diagnosed with petite mal seizures. I petite mal I think it's pronounced petty now. It's also, the seizures are also known as absence seizures. Um, so, like, you just kind of stop what you're doing. Well, yeah, you know, but you just kind of, like, stop what you're doing. You don't move, you don't move and your eyes can roll back in your head and stuff. Um, the doctor You're, tells, like, non-responsive. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of zone out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the doctor tells um, Bianca's parents there is nothing to worry about and that he will eventually grow out of the seizures. Um, yeah, they usually grow out of it by like school age. Yeah. So that's like I don't think that has anything to do with what happens to him mm-hmm. later in life. He also peed himself a lot, which is what which like of the school. Consider me my thing. Um which obviously he was very embarrassed about. Yeah. Some, so what he, he, what happened to him, some places, like when I was researching, called it urinary dribbling, and like his mum would put like a, mat, a pad on him, mm-hmm. because like he just so like, um, So around this time he fell off a jungle gym at school and injured his head and face, so he had a head injury, which a lot of girl kids in their history at some point have head injury. Mm-hmm. Um, before he was 10, the urinating or dribbling Tics, absenteeism, and behavioural problems became so bad that he was sent to the DePaul Psychiatric Clinic. Mm-hmm. He ended up being diagnosed with a passive-aggressive personality disorder. Um, Bianchi's IQ was measured at 116 at the age of 11, so he was 
pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Um, despite having above average intelligence, he was an underachiever and moved school twice because he didn't get along with his teachers. Um, his mum said that he was like lazy and just didn't try. Um, so when he was around 12, Bianchi realised that he liked to pull down little girls' pants um, mm. and he did it to a six-year-old girl. After Bianchi's adoptive father, Nicholas, died suddenly from pneumonia in 1964, um, Bianchi was about 13. Um, he wouldn't cry or show any emotion or anything about it. Um, Frances then had to work because her husband had passed away while her son attended high school. Um, and he, she would keep him home from school for a long periods of time as well. Mm. Uh, when he was 18, Bianchi proposed to a girl named Susan, but she rejected him. Shortly after, um, Bianchi graduated from Gates Chili High School in 1970. He married another woman, Brenda Beck, uh, for a few months. Brenda. Brenda. Apparently, she was unable to meet his standards for a woman and then cheated on her with several other women. In 1970, Bianchi enrolled at Monroe Community College to become a police officer. Um, He then applied for a job at a sheriff's office, but he didn't get the job, so he settled for being a security guard. Mm -hmm. So he applied. How old was he when he went to community college? He was being like 18. Right. Or, yeah, 18, 19, somewhere around there. Bono was caught stealing cars and was sent to reform school when he was young. When he was 21, he married his high school sweetheart, um, who was 17-year-old Geraldine Vinal, Vinal, who was pregnant at the time. Then he left her less than a week later. Oh, cock. Wait, so they got married and then less than a week later he left her? Yeah. And she was pregnant? Yeah. What the hell? Bono and Vinal, I'm going to say it's Vinal, their son, Michael, was born on the 10th of January 1956, but Bono divorced Bernal and refused to pay child support. He also then Sounds married... the like catch. Oh, yeah, just just you wait. Okay. <laughs> um, he then married Mary, Mary Castillo, who he had five more children with, so six kids no. at this time. Um, bueno and Castillo's marriage also ended in divorce in 1964, she claimed that he had been physically and sexually abusive. Uh, Castillo had tried to reconcile with him, but he handcuffed her and threatened her at gunpoint, so she decided to call it quits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bueno got married for a third time the next year to a single mother named Nanette Campino and had two more kids with her, so seven kids. No, eight. Eight. Yeah, eight. Okay. At some point... Bueno was arrested for stealing cars, again, and sentenced to one year in prison, but because of his large family, the sentence was suspended so he could work. Um, Campino divorced him in 1971, like his previous two wives, not only because he was abusing her, but also because he had raped her daughter. Oh, no. Yeah. The year after, Bueno got married again to a woman named Deborah Taylor, but they didn't live together. He became a car upholstery in 1975, despite how he looked. So apparently he was ugly and obviously he was just like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did he manage to get to, so many women to women marry him? to find him attractive. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was like the bad boy. Yeah, the um, um, 
So during that time, Bueno frequently forced women to perform oral sex on him and also started dating a teenage girl who he got pregnant twice. Oh my god! Yeah. So she had two kids. Didn't she? Well, it, what I found was that she, he, got, he got her pregnant twice, but I didn't find out if she had the baby first. Oh, okay. So how old would he have been then when he got with the teenage girl? So he was born in 1931. 41. Yeah. Mm, okay. In 1976, Bianchi moved to Los Angeles and lived with Bueno, oh, yeah. his adopted cousin. So oh. Frances, Bianchi's adopted mother, her sister okay. is Bueno's mama. Yeah. Right, because I was going to say it's weird that they were both born in the same place yeah. and then ended up yeah. moving, but if they were cousins, then that makes sense. What is the odds? That's the nuts, the crazy thing, like, that two psychopaths, yeah. they're not related, like, by blood, mm. and they're both psychopaths. Yeah. Um, he applied for the Los Angeles Police Reserves, uh, but he didn't get there. He moves out of his cousin's house and in with a woman called Kelly Boyd, who he had met at work. So this brings us to 1977. Um, I got her pregnant 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Bianchi. Oh, sorry. Um, Bianchi applied to Glendale Police Department but is rejected. He then applies to Los Angeles Police Department but there aren't any job openings. He buys fake psychology degrees and rents an office from a real psychologist. Oh, my God. Yeah. He then starts telling his work that he has cancer so he can get out of going and is then fired from his job because marijuana is found in his desk. That's so cool. So cool. Wait, so he so he bought fake degrees. Yeah. And then he rented a space. Yeah, like an office from a psychologist. He got rented like an office to see patients. Uh, okay. But he did, not many people went to see him. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was very good. Well, he needs to see his <laughs> yes. guys yeah. themselves. Yeah. True. Uh, in September of 1977, Bianchi and Buono talk about getting young girls to work for them as sex workers, as like to get money. Pimps. They pay a woman named Deborah Noble for a list of men who use sex workers, so a list of men's names. So they've got information from yeah, her, yeah. right? Deborah and her friend, um, a 19-year-old woman named Yolanda Washington, take the list of men to Bueno. Bianchi and Bueno found, found find out that the list is a fake, and um, they seek revenge for the money that they have paid. So this is where the, it gets real shit. Yolanda Washington had told Bueno that she was a part-time waitress and a sex worker also telling him that she usually worked on a particular part of Sunset Boulevard. So Bianchi and Buono found Yolanda, and on the 17th of October, 1977, she becomes their first victim. They raped and strangled her in the backseat of Bianchi's car. The next day, Yolanda's body was found naked in Forest Lawn Cemetery with the fabric that was used to strangle her still around the end. Like, um, clean, like, clean her body and like, left her naked. Um, only a couple of weeks after their first murder, Bianchi and Bueno found their second victim, Judith Miller. She was only 15 years old. <clears throat> Judith was a runaway and was last seen at about 9pm on the night she was murdered. The coroner determined that Judith had been murdered at around midnight and was found at 6am the next morning. Judith had been raped, sodomized and strangled to death. What does sodomized mean? 
Her wrists, ankles, and neck showed ligature marks. In 1980, Bianchi began, began a relationship with Veronica Compton. So the third victim, Alyssa Caston, was 21 years old. Alyssa was a waitress at the Health Fair restaurant near Hollywood and Vine. She was last seen leaving the restaurant just after 9 o'clock on the 5th of November, the night she was murdered. Alyssa's body was found on the highway embankment. She had been raped, left naked and strangled with similar marks on her body as to what was found on Judith's. On the 9th of November, Jill Barcombe, who was 19 years old, became the fourth victim of the Hillside Strangler. Jill was living in Hollywood, recent, having recently moved from New York shortly before her death. Her beaten and strangled body was discovered the next day in Franklin Canyon, north of Beverly Hills. She had also, she um, knew Judith Moore before they knew each other. Was that the one that was the runaway? Yeah. yeah. Kathleen Robinson was 17 years old. She had been living in Hollywood and was a high school student living with her mother. Kathleen was last seen alive on November 17th near the beach in Santa Monica. Her body was found strangled the next day in a parkway. According to the authorities, she had not been sexually molested. Christina Weckler was the sixth victim. She was 20 years old. Christina was murdered on the 20th of November and her body was found between Glendale and Eagle Rock. Christina was a quiet honours student at the Pasadena Art Centre of Design. She lived in an apartment in Glendale. Sonia Johnson was only 14 years old when her and her friend Dolores, uh, or Dolly Sapita, who was 12, became the seventh and eighth victims of the Hillside Stranglers. Both of the girls were high school students at St. Ignatius School and had been missing since the 13th of November. Um, so they'd gone shopping at the Eagle Rock Plaza uh, a witness had seen the girls get off the bus and go over to a large two-tone sedan to talk to someone on the passenger side of the car. A person on the passenger side of the witness's car corroborated the theory that there were two there, there were two men, probably the killers. On the 20th of November, the bodies of Sonia and Dolores were discovered by two little boys. Um, so they like, went home and told their parents that they found their bodies and then the parents didn't believe them at first. Jane Evelyn King was 28. Wait, like I don't really know, but I do with a 14 and 12 year old rape or. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know if, like, sometimes it was. Well, because there was two of them, maybe it was too hard and stuff, they just killed them instead. Mm -hmm. Victim was Jane Evelyn King, who was 28. She was killed on the 23rd of November. Um, she was the ninth victim. Her body was found dumped at a southbound Los Feliz off-ramp um, of the Golden State Freeway. Because she was in such bad condition, she so her body was um, had been there for about two weeks before being found. A report stated that it wasn't possible to determine if she had been sexually assaulted or not. Lauren Wagner was 18 years old. She had been a student at Monroe High School in the San Fernando Valley and lived with her parents. Her parents had found her car parked across the street from their home with the door open. Um, they had gone to bed the previous night expecting her home before midnight. When her father went around and asked the neighbours if they'd seen anything, the woman who lived at the house across the road said she saw the abduction. Oh, but why, she, didn't she why just, would she not have yeah. done anything? The neighbour said she'd seen Lauren pull over at about 9 o'clock 
the two uh, two men had come like pulled up in their car beside hers. There was like a disagreement or a fight, and Lauren ended up in the car with the two men. Her body was then found on Tuesday, the 29th of November, in the hills of Mount Washington on Cliff Drive. Lauren had ligature marks on her body and electrical burns on her tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kimberly Diane Martin was the 11th victim. She was 17 years old. Police found her naked body on the 14th of December. Kimberly was tall and blonde and had been working as a sex worker. Kimberly's last client had called her to an apartment which turned out to be vacant. The murderer had called from a payphone in the lobby of the Hollywood Public Library on Ivar Street. Cindy Lee Hudspeth was 21 years old when she became the 13th victim on the 16th of February 1978. Cindy's body was put into the trunk of her own car and then um, the car was pushed off a cliff on Angeles Crest Highway. Um, she had been hoping to make enough money to go to college one day and plan to give dance lessons to help raise the money. Um, because she had, she was a really good dancer. She'd won several dance contests. Uh, she'd last been seen in her apartment building, um, from where she had probably been headed towards the community college where she worked nights answering the phone. Between her apartment building and the community college, Cindy had been kidnapped in the late afternoon. Cindy had lived across the street from another victim, Christina Wessler, even though they didn't know each other. There was no evidence that they knew each other. Cindy is the last known murder that Bianchi and Bueno did together, and Bueno's final murder before being arrested. Um, so a lot of these women um, were noted as either being sex workers or as hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. A lot of the these um, places online that I got research from say I really didn't like how they talked about the women. Yeah. I changed a lot of, like, I changed the wording of things. Um, And I didn't want to go into too much detail about what happened to to them. And I know that hitchhiking was a different thing back in the 70s. It was, like, really, it was the the norm. That's how Mm. a lot of people got around. Mm. Um, But then, like, I think about Uber nowadays, we're still getting into strange mm. cars. It's just, you know, you're paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also all, like, documented yeah, that's in the app yeah. as well. Like, you have the number plate and her name and everything. Yeah. So one night between the murders of Lauren Wagner and Kimberly Martin, Bianchi told Bono he had participated in LAPD police ride-alongs and that he was currently being questioned about the Strangler case. Bueno lost his ship and he threatened to kill Bianchi if he didn't move to Washington, which I don't really understand mm-hmm. what that was about. In 1978, Bianchi moved to Washington to be with Kelly, the woman that he moved in with, before, oh, yeah. and their son, Ryan, and he got a job as a security guard at a, at a hardware store. He then applied for a job at the Whatcom County Sheriff's Reserve and he was accepted. Oh my god. Wait, so this is Bianchi? Yeah. So did Bueno stay behind in California? Okay. In January of 1979, the police near where Bianchi was living found out that two young women who had gone missing and had been offered money to house sit for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Police then found an abandoned car in a heavily wooded area. Inside the car, they discovered the bodies of Jane Mandis and Diane Wilder. Both women had been strangled and their bodies had a lot of bruising. 
Upon identifying Bianchi as a suspect in the murders, the police searched his home. The search produced jewellery that belonged to Kimberly Martin and Yolanda Washington. Mm. Yolanda was the first victim had jewellery. Mm. Yeah. Police could then identify Bianchi as one of the Hillside Stranglers, or I'm not sure if they knew that there were two at that time. Mm. They yeah. just knew that he had done it. Mm. Yeah. So in October 1979, when Bianchi was 20, he was only 28 years old. And he, was and he had that many kids already. No, no, that's Bianca Yankee. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry. I know, it gets confusing because their names are so similar. Um, yeah, so he's only 28 years old. Wow. When he was finally arrested. Uh, Buono was also arrested after Bianchi told the police about the murders. <laughs> like he dogged him in. Oh, Bianchi, he then uh, wrote an open letter like to the public, to the world, Claiming that he was innocent and Buono was solely oh responsible God. for the murders. Like, fucking. He just threw him in the deep yeah. end, didn't he? Chucked him under the bus. At his trial, Bianchi pled, pled not guilty by reason of insanity, claiming that a different personality named Steve Walker had committed the murders. <laughs> okay. A that was Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> that was him. <laughs> a few expert psychiatrists believed that he suffered from multiple personality disorder, so he a few um, experts, but investigators brought in their own psychiatrists, so I don't know if the other ones were hired by the defence, maybe, mm. um, and including a, a man named Martin Orn. When Orn mentioned to Bianchi that in genuine cases of multiple personality disorder, there tends to be three or more personalities, like not just one. So then he created another yeah, alias named same. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually the investigators discovered that the name Stephen Walker came from a student whose identity Bianchi had tried to steal when he was fraudulently practising psychology. So he used this guy, tried to steal this guy's name before. Police found some books in Bianchi's house about modern psychology, showing that he would have knowledge to fake mm-hmm. the disorder. So. Mm-hmm. Once his claims were subjected to this uh, scrutiny, Bianchi eventually admitted that he'd been faking. He was eventually diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder and sexual sadism. To try and get a reduced sentence, Bianchi di- agreed to testify against Bono. However, in giving his testimony, Bianchi made up made every effort to be as uncooperative and self-contradictory as possible, maybe to try and stop Wano being convicted. Mm-hmm. So he dogged him in and then now he's trying to like, yeah. get him out of it. I don't know. Uh, so then in 1980, Bianchi began a relationship with Veronica Compton. This whole bit reminds me so much of uh, Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. the lady who... Yeah. Um, a woman who became his pen pal while he was in prison. Why would you get you? these groupies? Um, like, they're fucking murderers. Yeah. Mm. Do you want to die? They're, anyway. Um, during his trial, she testified for the defence, telling the jury a fake, weird story about the crimes in an attempt to get Bianchi off. I couldn't find anything about what that story was. She also admitted to wanting to buy a mortuary with another convicted murderer for the purpose of necrophilia. <gasps> oh, what the fuck? Jeez, jeez. Oh, it gets better. Or, or worse. <laughs> it depends <laughs> which way you look at it. She was later convicted and imprisoned because it was revealed that she had attempted to convince authorities that the hillside strangler was still on the loose. 
She did this by trying to strangle a woman she had lured to a motel oh using, and then she was going to place Bianchi's semen that, oh my God. Yeah, that he had hidden in a book and given to her when she visited him in prison. Yeah. I know. Wait, 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 wait. I don't really get that because mm. if, if she they wanted did to the get DNA, him out, if she wanted to get him out of prison, she was trying to show that the strangler was still on the loose. But why would she use his semen? Yeah, I don't get it. But, but could they not do the testing? Like, yeah. could they not match it at that time? Maybe no, not, not in the seventies. Yeah, it was late eighties, early nineties. I think mm. they did she decided to yeah. just do good DNA. Remember, it was like the yeah. OJ Simpson case was like when DNA became mainstream, kind mm-hmm. of. Right. That was mid actually. So, the, oh, this whole story has so many, there's so many weird, crazy fucking to this story. But one, there was one thing, I'm not sure if it was this woman, Veronica Compton, or someone else, but um, she had actually tried to have a relationship with Ted Bundy before. <gasps> Turning her sights on to the Oh my god, what a creep. Did any any women want to be in a relationship with Bruno? Oh, he had ladies falling all over it. (laughs) Over it. (laughs) Falling all over it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. But I don't get it. I don't get it. Someone's in jail, in prison, strangling women. Murdering women. Yeah. And you want to, you're in love with him. Some people are just so fucked up. Yeah. So she got arrested and went to prison as well. Good. In July 1981, to try and convince the court that his own statement was unreliable, Bianchi testified that he might have faked his multiple personality disorder. But, but, But he couldn't be sure if he was telling the truth when he said that Bono was involved in the murder. So he's just like gone right back fucking everything up. Mm. He then stated that he didn't think that he committed the murders either. What? Yeah. The prosecutor found... Well, you either did or you didn't. Yeah. Like, you can't think you didn't or think you did. Yeah. Like, he did it, then you did, did, did it, but, oh, you're not sure if you did it. Mm-hmm. And then you're not sure if he did it. Yeah. Um, so the prosecutor, with, I think it's the prosecutor for Buono's case, filed a petition to dismiss the case against Buono, because of Bianchi's irrationality and conflicting testimonies, and he just like fucked up mm. the whole thing. Um, Judge Ronald George dismissed the petition. He was like, no, mm. I'm, getting th- I'm not throwing it out. Mm. In November of 1981, Judge Ronald George delivered his judgment. So this is in quotes. My judgment is that, was, is that Bianchi faked both the hypnosis and the multiple personality. And I came to that conclusion based on the circumstantial evidence applied by the police, the contradictory testimony of Bianchi with regard to his mental status, and the opinions voiced by the psychiatrists who examined him. Finally, in late 1983, four years after being arrested, Bianchi and Bono both received the sentence of life in prison with the possibility of parole. With the point of the point. Oh my god. I know. Like, hello. Mm. There's people in jail for having a fucking, for having marijuana. Mm. Like, these people should just get the death sentence. Yeah. Mm. Bianchi is serving his sentence at Washington State Penitentiary. He was denied parole in August of 2010 by a state board in Sacramento. He will be eligible to apply for parole again in 2025. Mm. But he'll be, how old will he be? He'll be like 90, 80, 
Uh, Bueno died in jail in 2002. Because he would have been old. Well, he would have been... Yes. Oh, no. He would have been like 61 to 31 to 2002. Oh, he would have been like 71. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, okay, so this is what I'm wondering. Bueno was how old when when he moved in he with Bianchi? So he, so he would have been like 34 and 51. He was... How much older was he? 20. I don't know. Good math. I'm looking at the numbers and I can't even put them together. 17. So, like, 1934. And then when did they move in together? 17 years older than him. 76. So, he would have been 42, right? Mm. So, God knows what he'd done before that. Well, like he said, he he told people in school that he'd raped girls. Yes. But he probably had killed people before, too. Yeah, he has. But what is or the did he not have the confidence to kill anyone until he had someone with him? Well, from from things that I've heard before and everything, he was like the alpha, and Bianchi was yeah, and Bianchi because Bianchi was like passive aggressive. He was like the, but then he went out and murdered by himself after. So I don't know. But what are the oh, odds? Oh yeah, because he moved to Washington and murdered yeah. those two girls. What are the odds that? Two, like both when they how were do you, young, they how both do you, had sexual. Yes. Like, sexual how do you ever get the confidence to like actually like, like sit there and say, "I want to kill someone and yeah, I want to exactly. rape someone." With, like, yeah, we no. should do it together. Like, it's like one how, thing. It's one thing how to think it in your own head mm-hmm. to think. Oh well, it's not like up, I could never understand it, but yeah. it's one thing to do that. But that's what a lot of people say. They're like. How do you? How does the conversation come yeah, about? Yeah, that's right. Oh, let's go murder that girl. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're both like, "Yeah, let's do it. That's a great idea." Mm. Like, how does that? And what are the chances that like you're not blood related, yeah. but you ended up being adopted cousins, and yeah. then you ended up moving in together, yeah. and then you both wanted to kill and rape yeah. girls? Like, mm. I know. What the fuck? And they both had those tendencies when they were children as well. Unless that's like cool. Bianchi, like. Yeah, he had a lot of problems growing up, and it was brought out by yeah. But he like well, I know yeah, like yeah. like milked it out of him. Yeah, like yeah. he might have still been a bit of a perv or mm. whatever, but but not never. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So maybe instead of having that conversation where they both sort of said, "Oh, we want like I want to do this," also do I. Maybe it was Bueno trying to convince him mm. let's do this to strangle someone mm. to death. Yeah, it's is that like the hardest? To kill. Like that's the most boring way to kill someone. Like to shoot someone, can it's be, like an instant. Yeah, and you can be so far away to yeah. strangle someone. Like you're literally feeling the light it's, like go yeah. out of this person. It was, a, it's a power thing. Oh my god! I, know. I can't. Oh, and like these two, I know it. it has absolutely nothing to do with who they were or anything, but. Where I got all this research from for the research research for the about the victims, I had photos and they were all like beautiful. Mm. Like they didn't deserve the life that they were living. Yeah, that's and they didn't deserve the way that their lives ended. Do you know what? There's probably so many people that were like, "Oh, that's what happened with you." Yeah, that's that was pretty much the people too. Yeah, that was pretty much. They deserve respect. They deserve to live their life, and and like. Sure, like a lot of people end up in the, in that job mm. because 
they, they feel don't. like they have no yeah. other choice. They're homeless, but, but even, money. even if people choose that job, yeah, that's it's right. fine. Like like even the little the young girl, um, the fifteen year old who was a runaway, they said that she was a sex worker as well. She but probably had her family to turn to. Yeah. It's just it's just so shit how yeah. they were dealt with shitty hands. But even still yeah. how they're talked about to this day. It's just yeah, that's disgusting. Shit. They should be ashamed of themselves speaking about No them. one deserves, Sex workers are people too. No one deserves to be murdered. Like <laughs> sorry, but you know No, that's right. Unless you're that's unless you bump into Kara in the mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you'll get your face smashed in. Stop it, Debbie. Sarah, that was good. Because Matt, when I... so much information. I showed Matt my research. I wanted him to read through it because I was doing it and I, I always feel like I'm a bit all over the place and I wanted to make sure it was kind of all in your way. And he was like, oh, there's a lot of... This. You could take out some of this stuff. And I was like, no, I want as much information mm. about the victims as I can put in. I want yes. them to be... They're mm. people. They're not just a body that was found on the side yeah, of the road. That's right. They had a because life. in in like all the news outlets and stuff like that, the the killer is the main. Yes, focus. it's always, always. About them. That's I really what I said liked to Matt. that you had like information about the girls. Yes. Like I love. Well, that's that. what I said to Matt. I said I'm saying their names, mm. and we learned all about their lives, and we need to know about the victims' lives. They're yeah. the main. They're they're the main people. They didn't get to like grow up and have yeah, families of their own. Yeah, exactly. So they were all so young. Yeah. The oldest was 28, I think. Oldest the youngest was 12. When you said 28, I was like, oh, that's older than their usual. And yeah. like, that stood yeah. out to me. But I think it was just. And that's just they like, were, that's they, my age. Yeah. Like, they must have just mm-hmm. like decided to go out cruising to find and whoever was there. When, I don't agree with murder, but like. Preempted murder where you're planning something and you know who you want to kill and stuff. It's horrible. Like, it's all horrible. But also then just being like, well, let's just go drive around and see what we can find. Yeah, that's, like, the, and that's, that's the most fucked. scary because you, you can know who is in your life. Like, most murders and stuff no, are people that know the victim. Yeah. But that kind of thing is the most scary. It's just random. You don't – it's just, yeah. You could just be walking to mm. your car or walking down the street or whatever and someone just grabs you. Yeah. And you don't know who they are and you don't yeah. know why. why? Mm. There's no, there's there's no, no reason. reason why. Mm. There's no reason They why. had no reason. They were just pieces of shit that didn't respect women. Mm. They didn't respect you know, life or anything. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. You need to – I know that they tried to help him. They tried to help the uncle when he was younger, but – I don't know, more could have been done. Mm. There's always more that can yeah. be done. Like, just think about last, my topic last week mm. with Ron Bryant. Like, yeah. the notes that were left in his file by, like, psychologists yeah. and yeah. stuff when he was a child. Just, I don't know, people are too scared to say things. People are too scared to do things. Mm. People think, um, sometimes it's the parents as well. Like yeah. They just give up because it's too hard. Like yeah. you, it's too it's hard. Too expensive. You just well, and you kind of like you don't you see your kids differently. Yeah. And then you think, oh no, they've never done my child. Yeah. Even like, like little never things, done. like things that happen at school and stuff. And you hear so many parents say like, oh no, my child, you would never do that. No. It's like no. Like if your kid, if your kid is doing shit like pulling girls' pants down and mm, yeah. you know stuff like that, you you need to 
sorted out. Yeah, yeah. That's not okay. There's a reason. Even if it just stopped at that, that's still not okay. No. Because imagine like, what happens if he keeps doing it for me. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. The older he gets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking people. Well, one's dead and he's not going to get far. They both should have just been given the yeah. same people, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently in America, they reckon that the death, like, the to kill like the death sentence is more expensive than keeping a No no way. Not be. I don't know. Especially when it's a life sentence. It's yeah. really bad over there. We were watching a John Oliver episode about it and like the stuff that they use, like the inject the lethal injection is like it's really bad. It's so bad. They don't even have proper people who know how to inject someone and do it. So it might not go in properly or I'm pretty sure there's one state dated properly or I'm pretty sure there's one state left in America that still uses the electric jet. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all that. It just reminds me of the green mile. Yeah, well, the green mile is so too. sad. When they don't use the water, they don't wet in the head. Makes it more. Oh, God. If they don't use water, like burns the body and like stinks, like yeah, burning corpse. Why you don't agree with the death sentence? Because I don't know. There's always a slight chance someone could be innocent. But I think I uh, part of me feels like if you end someone's life, your life should be you shouldn't get to have a life anymore. But I also feel like it's a bit of a, like, it's an easy way out. It's an easy way out. Like, you should suffer for the rest of your life yeah. knowing what you've done to somebody else. But a lot of people, they don't, they don't care. No. They probably if they cared, they would never have done it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I well, don't let's know just hope place. that they get the fuck beat out of them in prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They would have got mm. fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. I, I honestly haven't heard. Oh, really? I think I've heard the name of Horse yeah. Strangler before, probably yeah. in Criminal Minds yeah. or like other stuff. Mm. Um, but I didn't really know anything about it. Mm. It's a very interesting. Mm. Sad that they had so many victims before. Yeah. How many were in total? Yeah, there was, I think it was 13 that they did together and then two, two additional. Yeah. And then God knows how many before for yeah. women. How many. They might, have, mm. they might have raped and that never got reported. How many rapes don't have, yeah. didn't get reported, especially back then? Yeah, like not just murders, workers. but rapes yeah, as well. Right. Like people say, like, you're a sex worker, you're asking for yeah. to be raped. No, no, no way. You got to let your grapes before? Yes, I'm actually, I was just thinking, I'm grateful that the spider that bit me wasn't <laughs> venomous. Yes. <laughs> Imagine if your butt fell off. Yeah, I died. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah, if it was... Um, we wouldn't be doing the podcast. If it was a fucking... Bumless. Yeah, or what's the other one you were talking about? Was that it? Followers. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm grateful for this week. Just I'm being sorry. alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, and there's been a lot of brown snake sightings around here lately. What the in, in this street. You better not sit on one. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. Jesus Christ. They're venomous, right? They're the worst. They're not just like a red belly black snake. You can scare them off. Brown snakes. Brown snakes are aggro. They will chase you. They will fuck you up. They're really bad. They're the worst. What are you grateful for, Kaz? Skip to Sarah. I'm grateful for the feeling of paying down debt. Yes, cool. Paying down, we're getting there. When we get, when you can see that light, at the end of the tunnel, oh. when that number's going down, it's getting down, Yay. down, down. 
Very mm, good. Awesome. So good. Feels so good. And when that's paid off, then we get to start saving oh. for America. America. Yeah. We're gonna have to pre-record yeah. a few episodes. Yeah. I know. Or we can. I can Skype it in. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, you better go to some like haunted places in America. Oh my god. Do some tours. And We're going to New Orleans. Oh, I know. It feels like more and more real now. <laughs> it feels like, yeah. It's funny. Okay, the beach. Um, I'm grateful for, for, <laughs> I'm grateful for like our health. Like, I know we're sick at the moment, but it's like, it makes you appreciate when you're not sick. It makes you appreciate when you're not sick, but also, like, there are so many kids who have it so much worse. Like, it can always be so much worse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, as much as I've been complaining in the last few days, I just had the flu, and, you know, she's had the flu and a rash and a fever and stuff. It could be so much worse. And it's just temporary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm grateful for. Beaches. Very good life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, why do you keep calling me a motherfucker? I'm so tired. Yeah, boy. I'm <laughs> she's, so tired. She's like delirious. <laughs> I'm like trying not to fall asleep right now. <laughs> All right. All right. Just because you work today, like, fuck. <laughs> I woke up at quarter of five. Oh, fuck that. That's not day. That's and night time. The kids that are up and like. Until like twelve thirty. Yeah. I got like four hours sleep. Aww. And then I drove to work in the dark. Yeah. I'm like, this isn't right. No. Dogs no, tomorrow. it's not. <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Thank whoever, you so much. Thank you. We, we love, love you. We love you so much. Follow us on Instagram, Scare the Girls Podcast. Email us, scarethegirls at gmail.com. Please. And comments. On our Instagram post, subscribe. <laughs> you can shoot us a DM. We will reply. Sli- no DMs for our DM. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying that. Slide <laughs> into our DM. All right. Next week is episode ten. What? And it's me. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. It's a thing. I don't know. Yeah. We ever got this far? No, we didn't. No, no, we didn't. Anyway. Can I just say, like, we already said goodbye. <laughs> no, no, we're back. This time. <laughs> we're not going to let you go. Just a minute, just a minute. We can cut this out if you want, but, like, this is so easy to do. Mm. Like, I felt like the other podcast that we yeah, used to have, I it, it, it was, felt it, like a bit of a chore. It was just mm. us talking. It wasn't. Yeah. We, we, had had nothing, we had nothing specific to talk about. Yeah. But, like, shit. why didn't we think of this, like, 10 we years did. ago? We did, but. Never did it. Yeah. But it's just so easy. Yeah. And like, I could just do this forever, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I wish we love it. I wish we got paid for this and this was my job. I know. Me too. If we did, we could be so much better. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Tell your friends about us. Yes. Please. Tell your family. Tell your grandma. Share anything. Uh, we want more pet friends too. <laughs> we do. Pet friends. No, like I was going to say people. And <laughs> I thought you said pet. We want, we want pet more friends. That too. friends. That too. Yeah. Send Any... us pictures of your pets. Oh, yeah. We love puppers. Send us creepy stories <laughs> that you have from your hometowns. Please. Yes. Oh, my God. Or that like would be personal. Oh, personal love creepy that. stories. We'll Anything. Like, please, we'll personal it. creepy stories, please. We'll, we'll, like, we'll talk about it in our episode. Yes. Yeah. 
We Literally, will. when we blow up and become so famous in like a few we'll years, we'll remember you. <laughs> we will remember you, and people will listen to our early on episodes and be like, "Oh, oh my that's God. so cool that yeah. they talked about people's I personal wish, stories." I wish I emailed them back then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be. <laughs> you regret it if you do. Oh, <laughs> is that a threat? <laughs> no, it's not a threat. Just an advice. Yeah, <laughs> just some advice, really. Okay. All right. All right. Love you. Peace. Have a good week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We love you. (laughs) Bye. 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 Bye.